0: Hey everyone! Welcome to D and D Bags, the Dungeons and Dragons podcast made by a bunch of D bags. I'm Frankie, the Dungeon Master. I'm Joe, and I play Ati. I'm Andy, and I play Illume. Well, a little baby, quick
1: recap of what happened last week. Joe was reading a lot of books, and then he saw a familiar face. Yeah, and, and it also was also the arena thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, my
2: character <laughs> had a drinking contest to convince the, the that was the episode before. Right, I was, yeah. You're going too far back. Joe's not allowed to do this. So, uh
1: after the My character con- was drunk from something that happened before. Yeah, he, was, he just he just really cool. wants to dive into this history. This is like three episodes ago. He or
2: was belligerent, shit. and he uh, bumped into a guy and challenged him. He's just not stopping. Yeah.
1: yeah, he got challenged to
2: a fight to the death.
1: Got challenged to a duel, and so we've got three days before the duel. It's a fight to the death. The guy might be hiring some sort of mercenary to take the fight in this place. Yeah, it was a big... It was, like, basically a spoiled rich kid. It was a, a councilman's son. So, Joe slept off his drink, uh, and we're going out to do some investigation. Joe is doing some library book learning, uh, which is where we left last time, and once Joe is done with that, we're gonna kick over to my character, who is going to be doing some, like,
0: streetwise looking around the Coliseum. Oh, no, I just... I just... As the dungeon master, I get to pull this... Pull this one here and say, uh in the spirit of cliffhangers, we are shifting to a loom's perspective. Yeah. Oh! I was going to say that actually <laughs> makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Oh! Okay, so it's a loom's perspective now. It's a loom's perspective now. Okay,
1: cool. So I leave uh, Ati off at the library mm-hmm. and I'm like, alright Ati, have, have a good time in there. Uh, cool. So I go out and I head towards what is the Colosseum, we mm-hmm. realize now.
0: Um... What do I, what do I see? Uh, it's not quite as busy as it is during the day, but there are definitely still people around. Uh, you do still see people manning that stand where a bunch of money is changing hands. You see a couple of people kind of going around behind the stand and like, uh, kind of like peeking over a, like a gated thing to see if they can see in towards the, uh, the actual arena itself. Okay. Yeah, and there's there's definitely people if you wanted to talk to somebody you could do that or if you wanted to look, you there's stuff happening around so. Uh okay. Um and there are guards outside the main doors. Okay. Um so how about
1: how about I roll a general perception check to see if there's anything that catches my eye as a place I should go to first to investigate. Okay. Nineteen plus six fifty, uh, twenty-five.
0: I'm gonna say that you hear a couple of people who are looking over the gate, uh, shouting in like excitement and raising their fists, and you kind of think that. Uh, you might want to see exactly what a fight in this arena looks like. Okay,
1: so I go over to gate the gate that people are peeking over, and you're you're
0: taller than I'm, most of the. I people. I was going to say I'm probably. I actually I have it down on
1: my character sheet. loom is six foot two. Yeah, you, you're um, definitely in the top like
0: five percent of people in terms of height. at the, Okay, at so this place. I take
1: a peek over the fence myself. Okay, um, also. Okay, so as I peek over the fence, there's a few things I want to be looking for. Okay. Um, the people who are peeking over with me, are they... Do they seem to be children or poor people, or... Who are the people who are not in the Coliseum? They mostly look to be pretty poor people. Okay. They're pretty dirty. They I'm not curious not so to nice see when I look inside, not just what's going on in the ring, mm-hmm. but also what the makeup of the crowd is. Like, if it's exclusively, like... Nobles, mm-hmm. or if there are, you know, quote unquote
0: middle class people there as well. So you, you would see that there is kind of like tiered seating and it is nighttime. So it's a little more empty than it's not a hundred percent full and it's not as loud as it was when you first came in, but there are definitely still people and you see that, uh, there is kind of like a roped off special section, uh, very high up where there's kind of like a viewing area and everybody that you can see up there is like, incredibly well-dressed you also note that they're all dwarves and right we were aware of that coming into the city that yeah, the I races so, seem that... to be a bit okay um and then if you look around you would kind of just get a sense for uh the wealthiest people are the ones closest to the actual floor uh, with the exception of that box for like the the uh super ultra rich people Okay. It's kind of like a suite in the stadium, like okay. that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then uh, the further you know back, and the basically the shittier the seating goes, the more normal people look. But okay. you don't see anybody in there who looks quite as dirty or as haggard as the people who are out here with you. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, no suits in the blue seats. Yeah. Um. Okay. Cool. So now that I know that about the crowd, what's going on in the ring? Uh, there are two people fighting in the ring, and one of them is, uh, a human who is brandishing, like, uh, these two short swords, and he's kind of, like, uh, stepping around. He's got, like, this leather jerkin on, and the other one is this, like, really big, burly half orc who's kind of got this, this giant, like, really serious axe, like, this two-handed axe. And every time the half-orc is going for a swing, you can see that the human is trying to, you know, parry it and, and move around it, and he keeps getting okay. these little stabs in. Uh, you want to keep watching? You want to watch? Um, Insight. Do the crowd
1: seem to be cheering for one for, like, hometown reasons, or is this a betting thing? Okay. Uh, well, that's one, so... <laughs>
0: uh, you... <laughs> You seem to think that the half orc is the hometown favorite, and everyone is cheering for him. Okay. I feel like the half orc,
1: but you also rolled a one. Uh, so I'm,
0: fl- I'm playing it. And player knowledge, knowledge
2: and character <laughs> knowledge are
1: very different. I'm I okay? So the orc is the hometown. Uh, people favorite. really
2: like this this orc. His name must be Boo.
1: Okay, so I look o- <laughs> I look at um one of the you know people who's next to me, mm-hmm. and I and I engage them, and I say. Uh, why, why is everybody, uh, cheering from for the half-orc? Is he from here?
0: What? No, I, I mean, I don't, I mean, mostly people are just, you know, cheering for who whoever their, their personal favorite is, or, I mean, I guess in the case of this place, whoever their wallet's favorite is. Oh, is this a, is
1: this a big gambling
0: thing? Is that mostly why people come here? Oh, yeah, I mean, that's. That's kind of, that whole booth right back there, that's, uh, they take all the bets, and it's... Oh, okay. See, I'm from, I'm from out of
1: town, I heard this was a place where people settled personal disputes, I didn't realize this was a, uh, a spectator sport.
0: Oh, it's both.
1: Oh. Are, are these two
0: settling a score, or are they simply hired hands? Uh, as you ask that question, the half-orc finally gets a good swing of his axe, and he just completely decapitates the human, oh, and his head oh, goes flying across oh, I think the I, dirt. Oh, I think my eyes are bigger than my stomach <laughs> on this one. Uh. And, and half the crowd goes crazy, and half the crowd starts like, yelling and throwing shit in the arena. Oh, God. God. Ugh. <laughs> uh, and, uh, The, the half orc will walk up and like grab the hair of the, the head of the human and hold it up, and the people who are cheering will cheer louder. And, gah,
2: I got,
0: I got divine health, so I'm immune to disease, but like, (laughs) this, this could make me queasy. Like, this, this is
1: different. This is like, ugh, ugh, gooey. Uh,
0: the, the person you were talking to will yell a, uh, an obscenity in a language you're not quite familiar with, uh, and he will spit on the ground and like rub the spit into the ground with his foot and then he'll start walking away.
1: What's the name of the uh the dwarf that we're scheduled to fight?
0: I can tell you if you want. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah, pa- Pabarel uh Pabaro P A B A R E L Dark Darkstone. Darkstone? Okay, Yeah. Um pa- Pa-baril, Pabaril I think I said. Pabarol. Okay.
1: Um that uh, that that half orc who just won so decisively—he he doesn't happen to represent anyone, does he? Well, he's who, who are you asking now? Actually, because the guy left. Oh, I started answering. It? I realized, but uh, okay, I step away now that I've seen the fight. Mm-hmm. I go up to the guy who's taking the bets at the. Booth. Okay, all right. Okay, so, so I you see
0: a back. dwarf who's like. Yeah. Uh, very visibly, like he's yeah. wearing a bunch of gold rings. He's yeah. Got so a, I say, I say, uh, the the two
1: people who were just in that last fight, that half orc, was he representing anyone in that
0: fight, or was he entered on his own? Oh, he no, he was. Of course, he was representing someone. Every pretty much everybody's representing someone around here. It's. Uh, he was representing Clan Rockfoot. <laughs> ah, that's, that's good. So, so he wasn't the, the
1: what was it, Darkstone? Dark Darkstone. Dark so he wasn't representing Darkstone. Who, who represents them usually? Uh, it depends. I mean, it, these people die all the time. <laughs> oh.
0: Oh. <laughs> that's kinda how it goes. <laughs> oh, I, I guess, oh, jeez. Okay. It's basically if you survive enough times so you get hired by any family. Yeah, okay, I, I get that. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let me see. So, are you looking at you? You want to make a bet? We we do have one more fight. If you want, you want to make a bet? Uh, who who are the fighters? Oh, uh, there's a uh, there's half elf, uh, very powerful sorcerer. Uh, it looks like these really good odds on him. He's got you know wild magic stuff that's hard to predict. You know, difficult stuff. And uh, and then there is a, a halfling who kind of is like you know is a ranger, He's into the bows and stuff. Uh, you know, that, that's the matchup there. Uh, okay, so I'm gonna, uh, you know what, I'm, I'm gonna
1: keep my, my coin to myself for now. I think I need to have a better sense for how this works first. Uh, so I step away. Okay, he immediately um, turns and starts taking gold from somebody else. Yeah, yeah, going. yeah. So I step away. I'm just a little uncomfortable betting on, on such a thing. Um, for obvious reasons, probably. Um, mm-hmm. so I, I go up and I, I peek over the fence again, cause I'm, I'm curious to see the, uh, Fight. Actually, you know what? Who's a it, so th- you said there's guards at the entrance, right? Yes. Um, I actually I walk up to the guards and I ask them the cost of admission. What are you wearing? Are you wearing, uh, I'm like wearing the, armor the plate armor. And stuff? Yeah. Uh,
0: I think they would look you up and down, and uh, they would I don't there will there would be one guy specifically who's looking at you, and he would kind of just like look you up and down, look back and forth between the other guard and then just kind of move out of the way so you could go in if you wanted. Oh,
1: okay. I get it.
0: Okay, so I uh I I don't know if I'd have to insight roll for that, but I get it. So I'm gonna step in. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I okay. get it. So uh you walk into uh what basically looks like an enormous stadium. You could see there's some places where people are selling food. Uh you could see that there's uh staircases and hallways that go out and around and you think there's probably all kinds of Stuff that happens in this building, but if you keep walking forward, you will get to the stands where the arena is.
1: Okay. Um,
0: for now, I want to
1: walk, uh, straight to the stands because okay. I want to see this match. I want to see these people.
0: Okay. Uh, so you can walk out to the stands and it's not like, uh, ticketed seating, but there are guards kind of at each, like, uh, like okay. section of stairway. And so where, which, how close are you trying to get?
1: Uh, I'll head towards where, like, the bleacher creature type people are. Okay. Because I think they'll be more talkative, and I'll get a better sense from, like, cheers and stuff, what's going on in the okay. fight. Okay.
0: There is no guard blocking, uh, this particular section. Okay. I mean, like, That's where I go. Yeah. So, okay. Um, so, you go up, and it's not, uh, most of the stadium is not super full, but the section you are in is still very packed. Okay. Um, it's, it's pretty much at maximum capacity. And so you're rubbing elbows with, uh, a bunch of, you know, fairly normal looking people. Most of them do look pretty drunk. Uh, mm-hmm. there's, you see like empty tankards of ale all over the place. And, uh, every so often you will see like a, kind of like a serving wench who will come and take some empty glasses and put them back out. Mm-hmm. And there, uh, you'll see a couple people coming out of opposite gates as they open. And it's the sorcerer and the ranger from before. And someone up in the uh, nobility box will, uh, like, play a horn and uh, make an announcement about the combatants and who they're representing. And then uh, okay. the combat will start. Okay. So, let me roll for it. Let's see. Let's see who does good. Alright, so, the horn blows and the combat starts, and immediately the sorcerer shoots a bolt of lightning and... Uh, the ranger's, uh, bow, like he hits him right, he hits the ranger right in the hand, and as the ranger was just pulling back the arrow, his hand gets shocked, and he drops the bow, and, uh, he kinda gets blasted back a couple feet, and, uh, he will reach to his side where he has a crossbow, and he will stand up, and he will take that crossbow, and he will try to shoot the sorcerer, but he will miss, And the sorcerer, uh, kind of the crossbow bolt will kind of come at the sorcerer and this, uh, uh, the sorcerer will activate the spell shield, Mm -hmm. which I don't know if you're familiar with. It just basically will repel, the repel the bolt. Okay. And, um, um, let me roll
1: from what I've seen so far, let me roll insight to get the sense if I think that me and Adi could, like, if we're on par with these guys. Okay. 15, uh, 19.
0: No, you think there's, like, at least a sorcerer you think is significantly stronger than you. Okay. Okay. Um, so I'm gonna say that as you are coming to that realization, that is influenced by the fact that, uh, the sorcerer again shoots another bolt of lightning out at this ranger, and basically the dude just gets kind of blasted into the wall and is fried and, like, falls into a crumple at and, and crumpled heap at the crown. All right, the sorcerer has clearly won the duel, and this is good to know. People I think, are cheering.
1: Uh, all right, so I'm, I'm sitting there with like a like a like a look on my face, like, Eugh. <laughs> and, and I'm, I'm thinking to myself, I want to uh, say it's a little smoky, like there's a little bit of smoke. Coming I'm thinking to myself, it's kind of like um, it's kind of like in in Yu Yu Hakusho when they first see what the Tagoro brothers can do. It's like, oh. <laughs> I don't I think we're going to need to, uh, to get some, some training, maybe some items. Uh, I think we're going to need to train up, uh, me and Adi with this, this time we got left. <laughs> uh, if we're going to be able to take a champion in here that a rich guy can afford. Um, okay. So I, I, as the cheering, I assume, you know, that's going on yeah. dies down from this fight, I tap the guy next to me and I say, is that, uh, is that sorcerer well known? Is he one of the, the strongest people that fights
0: here? He is, he's a newer guy. uh I haven't seen him before, but he used to, apparently, used to fight in a different arena on the other side of the sea, and he's just come over here. Apparently the money's better on this side. But, uh, yeah, no, I don't know that much about him, except, looks like he's pretty fucking strong, man. Yeah. I, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm sitting there, um... I would like, say, by the way, just as this guy is saying that to you, he'd, like, clap your back. like, <laughs> like yeah. He's really into it. He's yeah. really and into I'm like... like <laughs> <laughs> sitting there thinking like alright, 48 hours
1: left uh, so if we go into the hyperbolic time chamber and... okay um, alright, let me see what else do I want to learn about this Coliseum uh, okay, so I saw this fight I'm going to get up um, so that, that hallway I walked down to get here. Mm-hmm. Um, let me take that hallway a little bit more slowly. Okay. And tell me what rooms I see along it. Like offices, um, yeah, there's definitely, places, that
0: kind of stuff. Uh, you can see that there's a bar. You can see that there are definitely offices. Uh, you can see that there's a stairway that leads kind of back away from the arena, but also upstairs. And you can also see that there's like a basement. Section There's stairs leading downstairs as well, kind of what you would think would be underground. Okay. Um. Let me. Uh.
1: Let me start. by... Oh. Okay. So, what do I? What do I kind of get the sense of in the bar? Are these combatants? Are these people who are not actively watching the fights who purchase or you, tickets? You're going to go into the. Into yeah, the bar? yeah. 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 Let me go in. So it's what a I, very. What am I
0: it's very. Uh. Not. Not a super positive vibe in the bar. It doesn't look like people are really having fun. Mostly it looks like people are getting drunk. Um you notice that uh what actually let me see if you can roll I guess it would be insight again. Let's see if sure. we do insight. Uh 14. Uh that would be uh 18. Okay. You you kind of get the sense that everybody in this room is like. A grizzled vet type, like has seen many, many battles, and a lot of the dudes look uh, r- like really big and brawny, okay. and like uh, basically everybody kind of is putting out that same air of like, I am not the person you want to fuck with. <laughs> like, okay, that air. Uh,
1: so so it's like a bar. So is there someone tending bar? Yes. Or is, okay. So uh, I go up to the guy who's tending bar, and I and I say, uh, you know, hey uh, the you know, these, these guys seem to be, you know, battle hardened. Is there anyone here who's frequently hired by, uh, the Blackstone family?
0: Um, the, the Blackstone family, no, they, well, they, I don't think that they would, uh, he kinda like looks back and forth, and he leans into you and he's like, I think they, they'd probably go somewhere a little better than the bar outside the arena. Oh, okay, alright, these, these men are fighters though, right? Oh, They're yeah, fighting. no, the, I mean, the, the fact that they're standing here means the, they must be pretty good. The, the Darkstone, Darkstone family's like, they can afford whoever they want. These guys are really, these are vets, but they're gonna find the, the best fighters in the world. Me and
1: Addy are gonna need the train. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it oh, is a, uh so does does Miracle exist in fifth edition? Is that is Wish? I mean is oh, wish? wish in fact. I don't actually know. I don't think so. Um
0: maybe. We can check if you want <laughs> Actually you have a handbook somewhere. Yeah, right?
1: exactly. I should I should check how that works. Anyway, uh that could be useful in the future. Regardless. Um Alright, well that's spooky, scary.
0: Um I think that, uh, the guy would kind of get the impression that, uh, you're measuring people up and I, I think he'd, uh, um, he'd kind of, like, he'd pour a beer for you and put it on the bar and not mm-hmm. ask for money or anything and then he'd be like, hey, hey man, like, if, uh, you, you look like you're not really from around these parts, that's, that's safe to assume, right? I'm getting that, that kind of vibe from you? Yeah, my, uh, my, my friends and I just,
1: uh, rolled into town today, actually. Yeah. Managed to, uh, not make friends
0: very quickly. <laughs> As you can probably imagine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could, I could tell. Listen, uh, so, you, you managed to piss off a Darkstone, is what I'm getting from this. Yeah, it
1: was a pretty big misunderstanding, but, like, he, he got mad really fast.
0: I, uh, I sincerely suggest you hire a champion, if, uh, if you like having your head. Cause even if you lose, which, like, you'll probably lose, at least you'll still be alive. That's, uh, that's, uh, disheartening.
1: Um, <laughs> I mean, we're, I, you know, I've, I, I, I mean, I've, I've fought some pretty powerful foes myself, like, but, I, I, I don't
0: know, these, these he's gonna, are right, pretty so battle so He's, he's gonna, say that, he's gonna see you say that, and he's gonna, like, kind of chuckle. Do
2: you want to find out if there's some kind of consequences for us losing beyond our champion dying?
1: Yeah, that's It's a, a good thing. I, feel like I really thought about that. I feel like yet. there might be more to this yeah. other
2: than just like, you know, oh yeah. God, I got You suck.
1: But I've been, you know, I've been thinking about answering this challenge myself, but if I did hire a champion, uh what am I to gain by by hiring a a powerful champion who has a chance of winning? What happens to those that lose in these these battles of honor in the coliseum?
0: It's I mean, you said it yourself. The battles of honor, they lose honor. What does that mean in a place like this? They lose uh, standing. They lose face. Shit.
1: <laughs> honor is really important to me.
0: Oh, I oh, can't yeah. lose. Shit. <laughs> Oh yeah, you can't lose on purpose. Think, you'd, you'd be killing think, someone if you hired some dude off the street. and You're like, hey, throw this duel to the death for me. I don't. I don't know if I can hire someone I know is going to die. Let's <laughs> like hire some goblin or
1: something. I think. I think I got it. <laughs> I think I got to do this myself. You feel like, hey, <laughs> hey, you're evil as fuck, right? Like I don't care. No, it's cool with me if you're Yeah,
2: go in there. You're much. Hey,
1: you you know a lot of fighters. Is there? I know them all. Is there anybody who's like a known trainer of people who have made a career out of the Coliseum? Yes. In
0: town or nearby, I could I could meet up with. There's a whole training thing downstairs, man. There's a whole they got a whole setup. They got a gym. They got sparring. Got a giant punching bag that'll hit you open like, over and over to raise your defense. This- <laughs> this is this has been
1: incredibly informative, but I, I'm really learning that I'm losing time right now. So I gotta I gotta go down there. Okay, I might um, say giant boxing glove that'll hit you I, over the. Oh, Sorry. trust me, I got you at least for yeah. the, the listeners. For the yeah, right. yeah. Um, Okay, uh, th- thank you very much. We'll we'll, we'll talk again. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna live through this. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna do it. Positive thinking, and then I walk out the door like pumping my fists, um, and I'm. Going to head down the stairs to try to meet with the guy who's like in charge of training. Okay. Um, but I think that might be a good place to cut back to Joe's piece. Okay.
2: Alright then. Uh, so I'm heading into the cult section. And I see a familiar face. I'm just gonna take a face. guess at who I think this is, cause it, it doesn't make sense for it to be anyone from outside of Tarnstead, I don't think. Uh, no, I just, I wanna guess. Uh, I think it's, is it
0: Babyface? It is not Babyface. Not Babyface. Okay. I'm trying to remember who Babyface is. He's the guard outside. Who oh, is, yeah, no, it's, it's not. In, uh, <laughs> it's it's definitely not Babyface. I thought you were saying there was someone from Tarnstead named Babyface. No, no, no. Andy, you want to take a guess?
1: Um, my only potential thought of someone who we know, who we don't know where they are right now, is Tristan. Okay. Oh. Well, you're really close.
0: Okay. Because it's Lane. Oh, oh okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay, that's interesting.
2: <laughs> discovering him in... The cult section of a library in Elmore. Uh, L- L- Lane, what are you doing here? He's gonna look up from
0: the, the scroll he's reading. Like, ah, Ahti, is that you? Yeah, man. What are you? He's gonna, how'd you get here? He's gonna put his hand on your shoulders and be like, how how are you? How's the loom? How, is, there, is everyone doing well? Uh, we're doing
2: pretty good. I, I just got challenged to a uh, deathmatch
0: in three days. Hmm. Uh, some that seems senators... to be the custom here, huh? Yeah. Yeah. It's they're, uh, they're pretty pretty rough. Yeah, we're, I, we're gonna. Yeah, you Ellen's know, checking it out right now. He's checking out the arena. You uh, you know, it's like it's to the death, right? So you're gonna you're gonna hire a champion. Don't uh, don't go dying in there just for some honor. Ah, uh, but if there's any reason I was going to die, it'd totally be for honor, though. He's gonna lean in real close. He's gonna put his arm around you like buddy style. he to be like. I know you feel that way, but I just, just think about this number one thing is your duty to your friends, right? yeah, well, how can you be a good friend if you're not around anymore like I could be a ghost friend can you ghost do that are cool <laughs> 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 well shit all right I, I didn't realize you 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 okay, you know what never mind hey, do you man whatever you want to do that's that's cool no, i
2: don't I, I don't know if I can do that I have a <laughs> and I, oh or right. not so Lane, how did you get
0: here? Well, I've been trying to find out whatever I can about the Sons of the Scourge. I I, I looked for Tristan for days, maybe even weeks. I, I searched the entire area around Tornstead. I made it almost all the way out to Catcott, came back. uh I went down through the south. I searched the whole forest around Elmore. I really, I have no idea where he is. So I decided that my best bet was to just try to learn about the cults. And, you know, this is... Probably the best library around, so I figured this would be a good place to, to check out. Yeah, that makes sense. Have you found out anything yet? <sighs> not really very much. Um, I was just, you know, trying to see if I could piece together maybe who, who the Sons of the Scourge are, who do they work for, maybe if um, Alexis, someone who's old enough that his name would be in some of these records, I don't really know. I, I have, I'm not really getting anything yet, though. Hmm. Alright, I guess
2: I could help you look. I was going to look myself, actually.
0: Oh, oh, okay. Is that why? He, what brought you guys here in the first place? Or we came to make sure that the Sons of the Scourge hadn't attacked
2: Elmore. We thought they might be targeting monasteries of of Moradin.
0: Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. No. Looks like uh is pretty well defended. Did you Did you say you'd, did you Did he say you'd been to somewhere else? Uh, he said he'd almost comes? been to Catcot. Almost. Made it but He almost yes, all the way to Catcot. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But he what well, didn't actually. Be. He did not go there. Okay.
2: Yeah. Uh, have you heard anything about the other monasteries? If they're doing all right.
0: I've been on the road. I mean, I've been just kind of in between, just spent so much time looking for Tristan, and I, I haven't heard much of anything. Y- you guys are the first people from Tarnstead I've spoken to in-, in days. Did you encounter any of the Sons of the Scourge on the way here? No, not it, not once I had already escaped the surrounding area. Hmm. Alright. Well, let's get reading. We don't have much time. You should ask him what he's
1: already learned, because he's here already. I Didn't I just... Yeah, basically. Well, oh, okay. Okay. well so you know, asked him about what screen, he's been yeah. up to, but okay, yeah. Like, I, if I, if any book learning helped,
2: but. right? Um, so, I have, while I'm trying to pick up, look at books, I'm just saying, uh, have you learned anything about what's going on?
0: Well, I I found this little section here about um the the cults about the scourge. Apparently, there's uh, this isn't the first time there's been a cult with this name that's popped up. It's Uh, I keep seeing something coming up about uh, an Inquisitor or something, but that's really, you know, it's very vague information. There's there's really not all that much here.
2: Mm -hmm. All right, let's keep looking. I'll keep an eye out for anything about Inquisitors. Yo, I
1: swear to God, Frankie, if the Inquisitor is related to the Scourge, and their symbol is, like, Dragon Age Inquisition, and it's an eye, and the Sentinels are also related to the Scourge. No, I, I'm I, mad at you I all.
0: just made the connection between the <laughs> Inquisitor and Dragon Age Emerald for the first time. So, no. <laughs> Solid. I promise it
2: isn't um, All right, let me do investigation, see if I see anything about Inquisitors or the Scourge or... Um, what's it called? Uh, like, Sons of the Scourge, obviously, Malaxis, okay. A- anything, whatever. Okay. Investigation, I think I'm rolling, that's plus two.
0: Seven, plus two. So nine. Um, these rolls, man. <laughs> uh, you come across another text uh, that does specifically mention, uh, from very, very long ago, something referred to as the Sons of the Scourge, but, That's it doesn't it's it basically just says a mysterious cult that not much is known about, but you do now know at least that there is a record of them having in some form existed for a very long time. Okay. Um
2: is was there any indication that this is the same cult
1: or Well, Sons of the Scourge. That you just got that the name
0: is the same.
2: Okay. And how long ago did it roughly did Mike picking up that this was
0: uh it
2: just, like, it just seems very old.
0: No, it, it's just, it doesn't have like a date written in. It's just a very or old context book. Clues. The the context clues are that the book is super old. Okay. So if this were a recently created cult, it wouldn't be able to be in a book that was this old. Okay. But based on what you rolled, that's what I'm going to say. You get out of it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Fair enough.
2: You, you getting anything, Lane? I'm not getting much.
0: No, I think that's about everything I'm gonna get from it. Um, hey, did you, uh, did you ever find anybody, run into anybody who knew, uh, or did you get to tell anybody about what happened to Marius? Uh, I, I was trying to see if he had any family or or any old comrades that, uh, I, somebody who might have known just cause he was so important to us. He, you know, I, I felt like I kinda owed it to him to, let uh, people know about his fate. There was a
2: woman at an inn that we encountered who seen, said she'd been very close to him a few times.
0: In, an inn? in, in Where? In, in Tarnstad? Or? Yeah, it was
2: called the... Um, uh, what was it? The Infinite Serpent. Oh. Oh.
0: <laughs> I see. Um, oh Well, at least you were able to inform someone that he was close to them. Yeah. She,
2: she was saddened, but you know, I think it's good that she knows.
0: You don't know any any other older acquaintances of his, though, or any old comrades, people who maybe retired from the monastery?
2: There was the blacksmith in Tarnstead, but he disappeared, as far as we know.
0: Oh, Kristoff, right?
2: Yeah, did you run into him? Did you know uh, he, he, was,
0: he was outside of Tarnstead when I was exploring. Uh, I did run into him, but it seemed like he'd packed up and decided to move along to somewhere else. He He didn't really want to share much with me, but... Uh, I was able to tell him about, uh, what happened at the monastery. What direction did he seem to be heading? Uh, he was walking north at the time, but I don't really know, uh, you know, if that is indication of where he actually ended up. Hard to say. Yeah, I guess. Alright. Well.
1: Hmm. What do you know about a penis? <laughs> <laughs> Penis. This has just become the thing we ask everybody at the end of, like, uh...
0: Oh, also, what do you know about a penis? A penis that's, uh... It's like an island city, right? Uh, that's, that's pretty much all I know <laughs> about
2: it. Hmm. Alright. Must be a very moist place.
0: Really? <laughs> really? Is that... Okay. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> yeah, that's very far from where I've ever been. That's just, uh... It's, like, somewhere out in the sea all the way to the west. Okay. So, not even the eastern sea that's close, but the other one to the west. Right. Yeah. That yeah. was more at the DM telling you, because I didn't know if you'd remember. But I figured somebody listening would be like, Frank, you say the that the, the sea was to the east! It's like, there are two seas. You're just only finding out about it now. Oh, the listener. Sad. Okay. Okay. Uh, <sighs> hey, uh... I don't know how much more we're going to find here about uh, the sons of the scourge. So I think I'm going to probably try to continue my search elsewhere. But I wish there were a way that we could easily contact each other. Um, I, I really would like to know if you do find anybody that Marius used to know or, or any uh, anybody who maybe had some ties to the monastery beforehand. Uh, you know, not only do I feel like I owe it to Marius, but I feel like it's really part of our our order, you know, to, to try to uphold the traditions of what happened at that monastery and keep it alive even if the building's not there anymore, you know, you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, that makes sense. Hey, uh you don't happen to know anything about the sentinels or about this and I kind of pull out my uh the amulet that's or like lift it up
0: to show it to him. Um he would look at it for a second and uh he would kind of like start to reach out like he kind of wanted to examine it closer and then realize that maybe that was not like maybe it's too personal and that's weird and wrong. So he would lower his hand and be like did you say the, I'm sorry did you say the sentinels Yeah no I, I I'm not familiar that that amulet's very interesting though is it where where did you come across it well, we found it we were being
2: initiated into uh, some order called the sentinels by marius he led us down into the the little dungeon area underneath the the monastery in tarnstead and we managed to find some kind of little hidden uh area that had a chest and, oh, actually, that was separate. The chest had a hammer, <laughs> which Stop I am it. holding. Uh, okay. <laughs> may, may, I, may I see?
0: Ah, uh, yeah. He has a hammer over and, hey, that's really, really nice hammer. You got a nice hammer. Uh, thanks. Man. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's really, that's messy. like, he like kind of tests the weight of it. And then like, that's nice. Very nice. Yeah.
2: The amulet was on uh, some kind of altar with like a three-faced statue guarding
0: it three-faced. That's very interesting. Is, it, is And there's just the one amulet, or...
2: Whoa, there's a second one. It seems to be like the other half of this. Me and Elune think that they're butt amulets. They kind of look like a butt. <laughs>
0: uh, I can imagine how that might look, yes. Uh... Hmm. Well, that's interesting. Perhaps they're related to a penis. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Lane would kind of, like, stroke his chin, uh, and he would say, Well, here, listen, I'm really looking to find out, kind of, about, uh, Mary's old comrades, and, uh, obviously you're looking for information about these amulets, right? So he, he would say, I think I might be able to work out some way that we might be able to communicate sometimes. Ooh. Uh, you, you'd have to use, uh, uh, an enchanted item, do you think that would be okay? I <laughs> like how my first thought is you'll have to use the square
1: button when out in the field. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: Yeah, I think the uh we probably got like a enchanted item on me somewhere. I, I think I picked up like some kind of weird orb or something from uh, a devil. It's It's been given off this weird vibe. Can we leave that with pickle? Did no, you're you thinking about the cube, cube? You're thinking, you're of, thinking of the show. focus I was. Show. What are you talking
0: about? He's started about, about the thing from the staff on the... the oh, you know, yeah, you you're right. We th- did. Yeah, 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 yeah yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, I, I got you. Since we, you said devil, I was like... The first devil that came to mind right, was the right, bearded the devil. Beard. No, yeah. I don't know.
2: Uh, we didn't really establish who that's on.
0: Uh, should I just say that it's on You could say it's on you for the sake of us to work. Yeah, sure. So you pull it out, and it looks like just basically a plank orb at this point. But it's a nice orb. And... So, are you going to say anything about it to him, or just uh, we it? took it
2: from a devil who attacked us. It was giving off this really evil vibe, and I don't know why I've held
0: on to it this long, honestly. Oh, may I see? Oh, uh, yeah. Check it out. Okay, so he would take it from you, and uh, he would say, Well, there's a lot of magic in this, I think. Uh, maybe if I bless it, I might be able to communicate with you through some uh, magic item of my own, and he would take out, like, he has a It's kind of like a mirror type thing. It's like a, kind of like a square with glass and he, like, it's clearly magical. Like, you don't even have to roll anything to know that you feel like it's pretty magical. Right. So, he would, um, kind of put this orb in his hands and some light would glow in his hands and it would kind of be noticeable considering you're in a, like, kind of sort of dark library. And so, uh, but it doesn't make any noise. And, so now there's uh some kind of, like, swirling happening in the orb sometimes, and, like, uh he'll hand it back to you, and I'll be like, I think that if I try to communicate with you now using the, the enchanted glass I have here, we might be able to get messages across to each other.
2: How would I communicate with you if I wanted to reach you?
0: I think that you would just have to try, but I'm not 100% sure what your... Uh, skill with the arcane is so it might be easier for you to just reply.
2: Plus two, it's just arcana. Okay. Oh well, well, I don't know. DM to
0: player, it's going to be an arcana roll. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right. Yeah,
2: I can just call out your name, see what I can, fo- if I can focus in- on it, and maybe try to think about contacting you.
0: Oh, that that would be great. And he he would again put his cause he's a friendly dude, put his hand on your shoulder again and say, "I will definitely pass along anything I learn about this order." Called the Sentinels, and uh, you said you, there's another amulet, and it's it's on a loom, right? That's that's right. Okay, so I will take that knowledge with me. I will use it uh, as best as I can. I will try to find out whatever I can, and make sure you let me know if you find anything about any of Marius's old comrades or friends or family, anything like that. Okay. Okay. Could could you have enchanted anything to communicate, or is there... <laughs> <laughs> no? It, it has to be an object that already has a lot of magic in it. Um, I'm not a wizard or a sorcerer or anything. I can't really imbue magic, but I can use the light of Morden to kind of manipulate magic that's already existing. Hmm. Do you know anything about this orb? Like what it might have been used for before? Mm, you said it was on a devil. I would assume it was used for some pretty evil stuff. <laughs>
2: yeah, I guess. But I mean, it was, you know, didn't know if it was maybe used for communicating with some kind of evil entity before. If it was like already a communication thing or what?
0: Well, there's definitely certain kinds of magics that involve uh channeling the will of other beings. Could have been something like that.
2: You don't think that anything evil would be able to listen in on what we're saying if we use this, do you?
0: Well, I, I, I'm i sure that the light that our Lord Morden has bestowed upon me and therefore upon it has purified it. I, I feel pretty strongly about that. Do you want to roll a religion and see if it feels like it's evil to you or something? Yeah. Actually, I
2: have Detect Evil. I can just use that. Actually, yeah.
0: Use that power.
2: Okay. Yeah, sure. I'll use that. Um,
1: That'll just reveal to you anything. Actually, I think it reveals both good and evil, Yeah. honestly. Um, but, oh, yeah, it's yeah, Detect sure. Good and Evil, I think. Um, Is that a
2: spell slot for me, or is that just like a daily?
0: Yeah, I think it's a spell slot. Uh, I think it's... I forget. Is that Divine Sense is what that is? No, Divine Sense is when you can... Uh, tell if there's any, like, undead or fiends or celestials near you. Okay. Detect good and evil is a spell. Well, we have, we have, we have detect magic. You might not have, we have prepared shit. Okay. I
2: listed it with, uh, all of my spells, so I think it would be a spell spell. Detect
0: evil and good? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. Alright, I'll use that. So, uh, I would say that you kind of sense, uh, like a mist uh, like that you might think is kind of dissipating that was coming off the orb, but it's also kind of difficult for you to tell where the borders of everything are. You think that as you concentrate on the orb that's in your hand, uh you don't feel anything innately evil, but you know that there were evil magics in it, so it might be kind of screwing with your perception
2: okay <laughs> that was a long pause <laughs> so i'm I'm getting some evils, but some goods basically, I detected evil and good.
0: I use my ability to detect When you're detecting the actual orb itself, when you focus on the orb, you don't sense any evil, but you know that there was evil coming off of the orb. So you are able to detect that there is still some evil kind of swirling around the general area, since basically I think you would think that that is happening because Lane like purged the evil out of the orb. Okay. I think that is how Adi would make that connection. Okay. 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 Okay, That makes sense. Alright, so where was Lane going, did he say?
2: Uh, No, you can ask him. Lane, where are you headed right now?
0: I think I'm going to try to head west, further from here, past, outside of the city of Elmore, maybe try to make it all the way to the western coast, just to see. Um, This is the biggest library around, but I I know that there is a group of powerful and knowledgeable wizards all the way on the western coast, so... I was thinking maybe they might have some kind of knowledge about this. Hmm. That's that's a good idea.
2: Well, we can communicate when you've reached them. Hopefully they'll have something to tell you. And if I discover anything, I'll tell you as well. Thank you. I'd appreciate that, Adi. I reach out a hand.
1: He reaches out a bro fist. <laughs> All right. <laughs> fist to fist. Good luck, Aline. Good luck. And then Adi probably sits down to do more reading because Alum will need to finish his adventures downstairs at the Coliseum. <laughs> uh, but we should cut the episode. Yeah, we can, there. we
0: can cut with the end of that conversation. Yeah. Um,
2: out of curiosity, what did you expect me to enchant? Cause I don't know if you even remembered, or did you remember that we had the orb? No. Okay. Or were you
0: just hoping? I was expecting scene? you to get something and meet back up with him. I oh, okay. mean, as a DM, yeah. But you had something, so you didn't have to do that. Oh, cool. So you got to skip a fetch quest. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. All right. That's
2: what it's all about. Good thinking on my part. Yeah.
1: Give me some inspiration for that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm pretty sure you already have it, but... Oh, no, no you did no, no. Well, no.
1: I use it on... I use mine on Adi so that he could win the drinking contest. Right. I think you I used also your, use Yeah, we one. both used our inspiration right. to get through the drinking contest. So you, contest. you can that's, have
0: new inspiration. For fine. I already skipped a fetch quest. I don't really need <laughs> it. <this. laughs>
1: what else would he be using the inspiration I want, really? That's yeah. true. All
0: right, all right. well, thank you for joining us, everyone, for this episode of D&D Bags. Uh, this was uh, kind of on the shorter side, but last week was kind of on the longer side, so like, you get it. You know how it goes at this point but i am uh frankie the dungeon master if you want to talk to me on twitter you can find me at frankie the dm or you can of course find our regular account at the dnd bags you can find our entire website with every episode and fan art and characters and hopefully locations and things that will help you keep up with the podcast if you miss an episode or something you can find that at dndbags.com you can find us on itunes you can leave us a review we didn't do it Shit, we started this episode like five seconds after the last one, where I just said
1: we were going to start the
0: episode with reviews, and we uh, didn't really do it. We are scumbags. Yo, that was like... How the hell did we forget that, I have though? no idea. I have no... It's, it's a ju- curse. It's had, actually a curse. We just said we were... Okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, next week, we will forget to read the reviews we again. We sure will. <laughs> But the more you leave, the harder it'll be for us to forget, or at least the kind of true, the worse we'll feel about forgetting. (laughs) (laughs) So please do, please do that. Uh, That would be very helpful for us. Uh, Also, just a weird thing. um, Thanks to everyone not from the United States, specifically. Obviously, thanks to everyone in the United States who listened to us. But over the past couple weeks, we have gotten a bunch of uh, different. Uh, unexpected international listeners. So cool. Thank you. I hope you continue enjoying our podcast. And it's nice to see that there are people who are interested in Dungeons and Dragons all over the world. I like that. That's cool. Yeah. Thank you. So thanks. Lame. Lame. <laughs> Alright. Uh, that's it for me. That's all I gotta say. So uh, I'm Frank the Dungeon Master. Thank you for joining us. I'm Joe and I play Ozzy. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> I'm Andy and I play Loom. And you're not even gonna get a thank you <laughs> Hey! It? That was close. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs>
1: Ati and Illum die in the Coliseum. We have to roll new characters to be able to continue the campaign. <laughs> and then they are followed by the ghost bros of Ahti and
0: Illum. Twist. <laughs> are you trying to say that my plot twists are weak?